1: Who's under there? I wonder I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and let's say with you. Who's under there?
0: Hello and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapa Podcast. We're here today to talk about season seven, episode five, aka the second round for the second group. I am very excited to break it all down here for you today. I am your host, Puya the Cameras and Vikili, here once more to make this happen. Now, of course, I'm never here on my own. I've got my ride or die here with me today. It is Liana the Scissors Boris. Liana, how are you doing today?
2: Snip, snip, snip. Let's go. Wow, what a stone-solid blast this episode was. I just really enjoyed myself.
0: Stone-solid blast?
2: (laughs) That was what one of our eliminated contestants, or the eliminated contestant, said at the end of the episode. What a stone-solid blast, and I don't know what it means, but I really like it as a phrase.
0: Well, I mean, if you're going to pick it up and use it as part of your everyday, I can't stop you, I guess.
2: All right, yes. Let's have a stone-solid blast today.
0: All right, well, it's an interesting way to describe an episode that (laughs) low-key was kind of a stone-solid middle. Um, This is obviously the the second time we're meeting the same group. Now, we've already met a group three times. This is the first time we're meeting this group for the second time. But similar to the first group, no clue packages for this week, just a mega clue for each person.
2: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about this last week of whether or not they would do the clue packages, and the, the, I. I obviously they've already edited these, so there's no way that they're gonna like go back and hear that people specifically us did not like the fact that I, there were no. Clue I like packages, that
0: you so. think we have that kind of reach where they're ever going I mean, to know we exist.
2: luck <laughs> I think we're pretty powerful, but. Yeah, no. It, it, look, it wasn't gonna happen. Okay. I believe in us. I believe in our power, but you know, no one can go against an edited show.
0: <laughs> no, it's very it's gonna be incredibly difficult to do so.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so uh yeah. So really, I mean, we got this one more piece of information, which there was only one performer that I felt like it helped me narrow it down. And that was uh, Miss Teddy. Mm -hmm. But other than that, you know, we didn't get that much more information on who the singers were. But I felt good about one of my guesses because I got it.
0: You did. You did get the unmasked performers. Hydra spoiler alert goes out this episode. And Liana, if we had vaulted guesses this year, if we did the golden year, you'd be beating me two to nothing.
2: OK, here's the thing, though. I would really only have the one because I recognized Penn's voice. I would not have gotten Jordan like I Malata because I had I had essentially based on the clues. I was like, OK, I think it's a, a player for the Eagles. And I just Googled like football players for the Philadelphia Eagles that can sing. And that was where I got the two options. And so anyway, so I would only be one to zero. But yes, I appreciate the sentiment.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would have been better than zero to zero or Virginia. one to zero loss. So
2: <laughs> Or like zero to a million, which is what it normally is.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we are in the second group. Let's talk about a second Nicole today in that Nicole Bayer is the guest panelist for this episode. What did you think of Nicole Beyer being on The mass Singer here?
2: I mean, I love Nicole Bayer. I love her podcast, Why Won't You Date Me?, so I'm always happy to see her. She's been a guest judge on Drag Race a few times, which is always really fun. Maybe just once. I don't remember. Anyway, so I really like her. I felt like. I felt like she was having a really great time. Did she bring the best guesses? And do I feel like she may have been fed the guess of Penn and Teller by production? Maybe. But I was happy to see her.
0: Yeah, I thought she was a fun addition to the panel. It, the only difficult part is when there's two Nicoles, but that didn't end up being a problem. So it was fine completely fine.
2: Right. It's not like it had to be Nicole B and Nicole S. We were able to handle it.
0: Yeah, I think so too. All right. So let's just go through the um, performers. Uh, do you have a specific order you want to go through here or should we just go the way we go and then we just talk about the unmasked performer last?
2: I like that. Let's go the way we go.
0: The way we go. All right. Then I would like to talk about the opening act here of the night and that was the ringmaster or sorry ringmaster no the Ringmaster mm-hmm. performs a rendition of Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. And I got to tell you, I'm a sucker for when they do a rendition of a song and make it their own. So you already knew where I was going to come in with this. I thought this was a great performance. I really liked it. I thought that the um, the circle motifs, the circles around the place were nice. I did not like the mass on the backup dancers, but the performance, the song itself, you know, it carried its own. So I did enjoy mm-hmm. myself.
2: Right. I agree with you that I like it when they have a different interpretation of a song and sort of can do a remix is not the right word. What do you what do you call a song if somebody does it, but in a different style?
0: I think interpretation or rendition, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. So I felt like this was really cool. I felt like she's she's such a good performer. And after this, I felt more confident to say that I don't think she's a country singer. And I think that last week she was sort of throwing her voice a little bit to make it feel like maybe she was a little bit more country. Yes. So I'm, so that helped to hear a second performance. Although the mega clue, like it gave valuable information, but I think the problem is, is that I just don't have a solid, view of who i think this person is or like a good way to narrow it down there's not that one clue that i'm like okay yes definitely this i tried to look through the cast of hannah montana not mm-hmm. necessarily recurring care like throughout the whole series recurring characters because i know you talked about emily Osmet as being a potential option i tried to look at someone who was maybe in for just 10 episodes or one season or two seasons or something like that okay it didn't really go anywhere well, <laughs> so i don't know why i'm telling you that but i i guess i tried but i didn't make much progress
0: <laughs> yeah well i mean so the mega clue the mega clue was uh 90s it was a guitar mm-hmm. pick with with the 90s on it is this the year they were born is this the year they got their you know lucky break or sorry the decade where they got their lucky break um you know, to go back to the Emily of it all, born in the '90s, also did the Spy Kids movies in the '90s. So there you go. Like that is that's a connection, right? That's something we can look at.
2: Wait, when was Emily born? Was uh, she, she's a '90s baby. Ninety-two. Yeah, ninety-two. Yeah. See, I okay. So I actually do think that it's someone probably who was born in the '90s. the The specific verbiage of '90s chick makes me think of that icona pop song. I love it.
0: Yeah, no, that's I when I hear the word nineties and the word chicks put together, that's I think of that drop in that song. So I agree.
2: Yeah. I was like, maybe that's a subtle clue to who it is. And I I
0: don't um know. So remember when there was the driver's license clue? Right. And the driver's license was a San Francisco license, correct?
2: Yeah well, I think it was California.
0: Was the was there um was there illustrations on that license?
2: That's what I'm trying to remember. If there was a little like Golden Gate Bridge or something like that, let me pull it up.
0: All right, please pull it up because I have an interesting thing to say. If there is a bridge on it,
2: okay. The ringmaster closed the show, right?
0: What? When? Last week? Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah. All right, hold on. Oh yeah, Casey Musgraves. Oh my god, (laughs) what a what a bad guess. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, Ringo's Hannah Montana, or just Miley Cyrus on Montana on a mug. Yeah. Do you think it matters that it's on a mug?
0: No, I don't yeah. think the mug matters. Okay,
2: the X in the middle of a tic tac toe board. Yeah.
0: So the okay, so the driver's license does have the bridge in the background. Okay.
2: Southern. Okay, so it has the gold specifically the Golden Gate Bridge.
0: I mean, if it's Golden State, what's the bridge? Right. Yeah. The point I'm trying to make is Golden Gate, GG, Gertie Giggles, Spy Kids, Emily Osment.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, like I, that sounds ridiculous, but that also. Fits with the type yeah. of clues that the singer <laughs> likes to do. All right, look, I, I'm because I have also no alternative suggestions. That's as I'm good as I got too. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> as good as
0: I got. So that's fine.
2: the there was the little bones on the guitar pick from like the, the mega clue the, this episode. Yeah. The, so I don't know what the what that means because I was thinking, is it like dog bones? Is it a skull and crossbones? Because they but right, there's like, no is that skull. Like a pirate and she's thing? Crossed. She's like a she. Is she a pirate. Is that our suggestion? I don't know. No,
0: but like, you know, could have been on, like, whoever this is could have been either in Pirates of the Caribbean or like, I don't know, Peter Pan or some, I don't know.
2: Ringmaster, more like Pirate Master, am I right?
0: All right. So then um, <laughs> move on to the ridiculous guests from the judges for this uh, r- lovely ringmaster here. And uh, Ken Mr. goes with Taylor Swift.
2: Oof! <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, do I feel like they're just phoning it in? Like, is this is is this the burnout talking of like I don't fucking know Taylor Swift? Sure, fine.
0: <laughs> I just think I that I just think that um they have kind of just settled into their roles even mm-hmm. more so than before with season seven. This is the most can guess there is. I think they know, right? They know. They know they can never get Taylor Swift on this show. They know. But Mm -hmm. that's not going to stop them from guessing Taylor Swift. So it is what it is.
2: Yeah. It's like when you have to give an answer, but you don't know what the answer is. So you're just going to put something, even though you know there's no way it's correct. You're just trying to justify it and hoping that your teacher will look the other way.
0: Yeah. Well, it was, um, was, I saw TikTok where this guy, it was like some game show. And the question that was asked to this guy was what, which Martin Scorsese movie was nominated for like whatever Oscars or something. Mm-hmm. And the guy goes, movies are not my forte. I have no idea. Um, I'm just gonna shoot. All right, I'm going to go with eight mile. So it's like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. uh, I don't know. Singer. Okay. Taylor Swift.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, let me name a female singer. There you right. go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, Leona, who do you want to go to next? Let's have you lead the way here.
2: Okay, I want to talk about our last performer because I feel like the ringmaster and the teddy bear kind of go hand in hand. Or Miss Teddy. What's your name? Miss Teddy? Miss Teddy. Miss Teddy. Yes. So to me, they go hand in hand in terms of trying to figure out who the representative from Group B is going to be in the finals. Because I definitely think that it's a race between the ringmaster and teddy bear. And I gotta say, going into this episode, I was convinced that it was going to be the ringmaster. I thought, yeah, for sure, Teddy Bear's great, but mm, you know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know why I walked away with last week's episode feeling that way, but I did. This episode, on the other hand, I walked away feeling like, oh, Miss Teddy Bear, or whatever, is going to the finals, and like, it's not even close. So my brain is very confused, and it's totally going to come down to next week for me. Of which one of these two performers is going to be the representative in the finals. I I was so impressed.
0: Yeah, no, I think that, um, I think there's no, you're not wilding for this commentary because I do think that personally, I thought Miss Teddy had the performance of the night. So yeah, 100% is going to come down to the song choice next week. And it is going to be exciting. I'm actually glad that it's not a complete walk away because if it was already Ringmaster, this would have been the most dull middle of the show. Now there's some intrigue. It could be one or the other. And which direction we're gonna go is gonna be interesting to see. Um, so this was the song Tell It to My Heart by No, this was that was last week. My bad.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oops. Tell Me You Love Me by yes. Demi Lovato.
0: Yes, 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 yes. What did you think of the song?
2: Oh, I I mean amazing. I from the moment she started, I was so captivated. I and it, and that's the thing is also that it was only I'm sorry, can you say it again? Miss Teddy Bear? Teddy Bear? Miss Bear? Miss, Miss
0: Teddy. Teddy.
2: Okay. Miss Teddy. I'm going to write that down right now. Which is crazy because Miss Teddy's on my team and I'm like 100% champion for Miss Teddy. I should learn her name. Makes sense. Okay. Oh my god. Amazing. And like I said, it was, the focus was completely on her. No backup dancers. It was just all about i was gonna say that base but that's wrong she was just she was just having the time of her life it felt like also which is so hard to convey when you're in this massive costume i could tell that she was just rocking out herself and i was having a great time right alongside her
0: yeah i felt completely great about everything we got from miss teddy Miss Teddy was in her element, 100%. Miss Teddy got a full standing ovation at the end of this performance and it's not a shock to me whatsoever. I thought Miss Teddy definitely brought the house down and I think that they're going to be a formidable rival for Ringmaster come next week.
2: I think so too. I am, my personal rooting interest is I think for Miss Teddy and not just because she's on my draft team. I, I just, I was just oh my god i'm almost speechless i just loved this this performance so much and i'm i can't wait to see what she's gonna do next week
0: i'm curious because i think miss teddy oh my god what what would you say because miss teddy said that they're gonna slow things down a little this week and they definitely did i think this is their element i think they gotta stick to this
2: I yeah I, this was a, a fabulous song choice for her. I really felt like it just allowed her to play with so many different vocal runs and was able to interpret it. She packed in the same way that I felt like Firefly can pack a lot of her own interpretation into a song. Mm-hmm. I think Miss Teddy did exactly the same thing. And I, I yeah I don't yeah, know. Last I'm just, I'm all week about it, man.
0: Last week Ringmaster did the climb by Miley Cyrus and I thought that was better for me. Um Ringmaster. So mm-hmm. if they both go slow this upcoming week, it'll be very interesting to see how they split the middle.
2: Yeah, it is. It's gonna be very interesting. And you and I were talking about this before we got on the pod, but the fact that there's the good, the bad, and the cuddly. And yes. Miss Teddy is a cuddly and we already have a good if Miss Teddy the makes final. it.
0: I've completely wrecked my shot of having two finalists, I think, because all you got to do is pick the good team, bad singer next week or two weeks from now. And you are probably in the front seat. <laughs> so Oof, we'll see. I don't
2: want to jinx it, man. I don't want to jinx it, but I am cautiously optimistic about Miss Teddy making it to the finals. And can we talk about the clues? Uh,
0: you mean the clue and yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. <laughs> I should drop the S there. There's no, no <laughs> plural. Okay. Okay. So do you remember how last week we talked about it potentially being Loretta Divine, right? She was in Dreamgirls. She's got the gospel angle, all that. Okay. So this clue was super helpful because from what I could Google and from what I understand, Loretta Divine does not have a Grammy. So making the assumption that the mega clue is a Grammy and is actually a award Grammy, not, and not like, a grandmother yes which was my first thought <laughs> it i okay so it can't be loretta divine so what i did is i went to the dream girls wikipedia page okay you know got it and i opened up every single tab from sort of the main like three cast members from the broadway show the U.S. tour, as well as the 2001 concert, I sort of eliminated the like 2009, 2016, just based on, I do believe that this person is a little bit older, more mature, sorry, in their voice. And I went through and I looked for Grammys. I found three people that all have Grammys. So one is uh, Audra McDonald, who like super famous, or at least like I am I, as a lay person am familiar with her. She's definitely a possibility. She's had to do a ton of different things. She's been on TV. Um, She was in private practice. She was in The Good Wife, but she's also been on Broadway. Uh, She has a Grammy Award for Best Classical Album, a Grammy Award for Best Opera Recording. So she definitely fits the bill for Miss Teddy. The other two people that I found, though, both have gospel-like credits to them. So the first one is Heather Headley. She is a musician. She won a Tony Award. She also won a Grammy for Best Contemporary r and Gospel Album. But she also has been on TV. So again, it fits with the whole like metamorphosis, having to kind of change and do, do what you gotta do to stay relevant, that kind of thing. She's my current top guest compared to Audra, but it's like an option. The last one that I have is Jennifer Holliday, who also won a grammy um and a tony i think also she also has some gospel to her like you know gospel performances and that kind of stuff so she's definitely on my radar but i think i think it's heather that's my guess that's okay. what i'm going with
0: you're going with heather or i'll go yeah. with jennifer Holiday.
2: okay all right there we go so, yeah i think it's one of the two of them but i'm not 100% sure
0: okay yeah, I, I don't have anything else to add there because honestly, I don't think I could. So I'm glad that you did the running there because, or did the heavy lifting because I do think that that's probably the direction we should be looking at, given that we didn't get any more clues to look elsewhere. So.
2: Right. I mean, the problem that this entire theory rests on is the dream girls clue. And the fact that I actually thought it could be Loretta Divine, but then why would they give us Loretta Divine? Guess was there a dream
0: girl clue, or did we deduce that from? Oh, it's all in the clouds. (laughs) Like isn't that how we got there?
2: uh wait hold on oh no that's how because
0: i was like oh, hey listen what if, what oh no so
2: <laughs> oh, no. i spent so much time thinking that there was a dream girls clue well
0: listen we'll find out next week oh, one way Santa. or the well, actually we might not if miss teddy makes it to the well we'll see more do we, we saw clue packages in the third round right we
2: did see clue packages in the okay. third okay. round so we'll, we'll get a better idea we, yeah right I mean even if she gets eliminated we'll at least have a little bit of time to try to guess okay there was alright Let me. I'm looking at okay Santa stuffed animal pillow fights constantly reinventing themselves a trash bag laughing face emoji on a director's chair butterfly <laughs> and metamorphosis alright I only check like two clues and one of them I think I made up in my brain alright never mind scrap it scrap it scrap it I got nothing
0: alright well let us just move on then how about that
2: yeah Okay. Okay.
0: Why are you you sad?
2: Because I thought I had something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You could still have something. Weirder things have happened on The Masked Singer. We don't know.
2: I suppose.
0: This is how it feels, though. When you get a couple right, you're like, oh, I'm I'm so good. And then if you don't know it, it's frustrating.
2: (laughs) Well, that's the problem is, like I said, it was completely based on the fact that it has to be someone who was in Dreamgirls at one point in time. (laughs) Right. Now, knowing that it was really just the Like the clouds, that was the clue. That doesn't really help. All right. Well, well, whatever. You just
0: asked me earlier if the mug was a clue to the Miley Cyrus on Montana. (laughs)
2: Like maybe she likes to drink tea.
0: (laughs) Is she British? Hmm? Okay. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will talk about the armadillo
1: and Hydra
0: Alright, so let's talk about Armadillo next here. Armadillo? I'm sorry, Armadillo. Because you're destined for third place at this point, and it's not pretty.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, let's be real. That's how we felt last time as well with the other group, that it's They were clearly two contenders and a very obvious third place person. I mean, listen,
0: here's the truth of it all. I still think that Armadillo and Hydra should have been beneath Lemur. So,
2: (laughs) yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if it was like a contract thing. Armadillo's got nothing going on.
0: I mean, yeah. Okay. So the Armadillo performs right. And the Armadillo performs. I fought the law. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this performance, I did enjoy that it started with like a press conference at a protest vibes that was given off. I did like that motif for the performance. It was definitely higher energy. Armadillo's leaning on the uh, crowd over there, working the crowd. But ultimately, I, I feel like as unfortunate as it is, I don't think the Armadillo is going to have a lot of standing here. And they've pretty much given us everything they possibly could.
2: Right. I would agree with that. I also felt like that was the case last week as well. But you know what? They're there. They're having a good time. They're (laughs) kicking. They're falling over from kicking so much, which I will say, I want to give props to the mass Singer for not making that so dramatic because they could have, them and drag race does this all the time whenever a girl falls down it's like (gasps) and they do a slow mo and there's a sound Mm -hmm. and you know they kept the music going the backup dancers picked them back up you know we just sort of moved along we didn't really address it didn't make a big deal out of it so props the mass singer for doing that yeah it was fine i like the explosion things also
0: What explosion that was cool.
2: The the sparkle the sparkles to hit the the pieces of the song was like dun dun dun.
0: No, that I did enjoy as well.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was cool.
0: The mega clue was a set of bedazzled keys that were actually keys to a motorcycle.
2: Okay. So based on nothing but your guess from last week
0: oh tell me tell me more
2: okay so you guessed dog the bounty hunter right
0: I did guess dog the bounty hunter okay. well I don't want to say guess like I said it with my full chest I just threw it out there like uh, I don't even remember what the reason was Was it a beefcake and something else right
2: yes it was if I remember correctly it was beefcake as well as the like the hot dogs is that why
0: yes 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 dogs, that's hot what,
2: dog dog mm-hmm, bounty hunter mm-hmm. that
0: hog you know motorcycle can be a hog hog dog, hog dog dog the bounty hunter yes
2: <laughs> okay right. so i went to the nexus of information of course my favorite wikipedia control f motorcycle and this is the only uh Uh, search of motorcycle that I found or like the only search result for motorcycle I found on his Wikipedia page, but it's kind of crazy. So on April, do you want to hear the story?
0: uh you've 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 started to tell play. it anyway yeah i'm gonna tell <laughs> Go it anyway it.
2: i don't care what your answer is okay wow on april 25- i know i mean i care but like, I don't know. like on april 21st 2009 during the filming of season six chapman that's dog the bounty hunter was allegedly shot at with a handgun while his crew along with bail bondsman bobby brown which is a mouthful were attempting to arrest a fugitive in Colorado Springs, blah, blah, blah. The suspect escaped on a motorcycle and was captured by Chapman about six hours later.
1: That's Is that it. crazy.
2: That's oh, the link.
0: That's okay.
2: Well, he got shot at during the filming of the show.
0: Well, that's bad, um, of course bail okay. bondsman bear bobby brown yeah bail it?
2: bondsman but yes bobby b- b- bail bondsman bobby brown the thing is is that the what happened that story is actually in contra in contrast to the evidence that was shown in a and E's earring airing of the episode apparently but according to chapman's website and tmz there were like certain things like the suspect um Huang Nguyen was arrested and charged with attempted murder related to a shooting attempt on Chapman and the Chapman family. But then I guess the district attorney dropped the charges. It was like a whole thing. Anyway, it sounds very controversial. That being said, it was the suspect who rode the motorcycle, not necessarily dog the bounty hunter.
0: Listen, I may be like Mandela affecting myself here, but I could swear I could picture him riding a Harley.
2: He just looks like the kind of guy who would ride a Harley. Oh, yeah. He's part of like a motorcycle gang. Never mind. Okay. Well, yeah, okay.
0: I don't know how this was the only thing you saw, but okay. <laughs>
2: okay. I made the mistake of only trusting Wikipedia. I should have just straight up Googled it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I think you made the right choice. You know, you never want to well, just in case. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was in When I was in a motorcycle gang, I was made the sergeant of arms. There's an interview on CNN. Dog the bounty hunter on biker gangs. It's a bond. <laughs> okay. I, I look, I, I know that you just threw it out there because hot dog, 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 Bob, bail bonds, Bobby Brown. But I really do feel like this could be correct.
0: Listen, if it's right, we're tied one one. So deal with that.
2: I shouldn't have given you the explanation. I should have just taken the two zero and moved on.
0: You, I mean, listen, you learn, you live and you learn, you know, and I will know better than to correct me and, and that's remove right. a point from yourself.
2: Never be honest. Got it.
0: Well, that's not the takeaway, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I meant.
2: <laughs> oh, well, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the judges, okay. The, the beloved judges, uh, I'm going to read the Nicole's guesses. Okay. Nicole Scherzinger guessed Gary Busey.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Nicole Byer guessed Jay Leno.
2: Mm-hmm yeah
0: now, I don't know much about Jay Leno, but I certainly did not know that Jay Leno had any link to bikes
2: to motorcycles.
0: That's the one
2: uh-huh, yeah, look, they're both wrong, so we can just, <laughs> move, just move on move on
0: all right yeah. fine Jay
2: Leno, really
0: hey, why are you okay. scolding me? I didn't make the guess I just reported on it
2: I'm not so, i <laughs> I'm not scolding. Okay. I just, I think it's a bad guess. I'm just saying what I'm saying.
1: Well, you you, Do people still
2: say that? I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm just saying what I'm saying. No. No? People don't say that anymore?
0: No, people say I said what I said.
2: I said what I said. I'm just saying what I'm saying. Say what you want to say about
0: the Hydra. Okay, let's, how about that? Say that.
2: Dope dab
0: what is wrong with you
2: i did did a dab
0: no you all right so the hydra's next liana what do you have to say about the hydra here
2: okay did you do your homework did you listen to mr tambourine man
0: of course i didn't
2: okay this was better than that oh god being said
1: oh god
2: (laughs) you know, it was a lot of talking and not a lot of singing, but that look, I had a great time though. I laughed throughout the whole thing. I, I also felt like they were trying hard to throw in a third voice, even though I felt pretty confident about my Pen and Teller guess. I was actually second guessing myself a little bit because I, is that, is that a third voice? So props to Pen and Teller, or I guess Teller, I think for doing that third voice. You had the improvisation, all that kind of thing. I also liked that Penn was trying to move his foot to show that you could have some type of movement within the costume. I don't know. It was so silly. It was funny. I liked it. I mean, it wasn't good singing, but I had a fun time.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's be clear. I picked them because I thought it could be um, Steve Martin, and I was wrong. So, that's fine. Uh, Yeah, it was fine. I think... um, What I liked most about this was the bow ties that they added to the Hydra. I thought were very, very Mm -hmm. nice touch. I did like
2: that. Yeah, Those are really cute. I wonder if that was a situation where they thought it would be too obvious, maybe to give them bow ties. Why do I associate bow ties with magicians? Is that a real thing or am I making that up?
0: I think you're making that bow ties are not exclusive. I can't think of a magician with a bow tie, to be honest.
2: I feel like it's a bow tie and then it spins. Is that a clown or a magician?
0: What are you? What?
2: You know what I'm saying? The bow tie that spins. Spinning bow tie. Spinning bow tie. I don't know. Google it. Yeah. Novelty, men's novelty spinning bow ties.
0: Okay. So they exist, but who wears them?
2: Uh, Magicians.
0: Is that a thing? That's that's something that fed your confirmation bias. Was the bow ties?
2: <laughs> well, I, I I'm just saying now that it okay. It did at the time, but now I'm questioning my association with magicians and spinning bow ties.
0: Yeah, that is. A,
2: is it? A, is it cl- do clowns have spinning bow ties?
0: I feel like you know anyone can have a spinning bow tie if they want. It's not a thing where. It's exclusive to the profession.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, be empowered. Where you're spinning bow tie, to I work. would picture more clowns
0: wearing, wearing a bow tie than than magicians.
2: No, clowns have red noses.
0: They can have both. They're not. They're not put on the same part of the body.
2: <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, maybe the listeners can weigh in and help us.
0: I would love that. Let us know who is more likely to wear a bow tie. <laughs> clowns or magicians Thank Ooh, you in uh, advance.
2: We, we could put out a poll
0: we could put out a poll but i just i'd rather the listeners uh add us and let us know their thoughts
2: can i put out a poll or no
0: i i said what i said
2: okay <laughs> i won't then
0: all righty so the other thing i did like about the hydras performance is that the background the motif Kind of looked like Doctor Strange's Sanctum. It was like an old house type looking thing. I liked that quite a bit. That was a nice touch too. Notice I'm not speaking about the singing all that much because I didn't think there was a lot there to speak on.
2: Right. Specifically the singing, because there was none. But yeah. yes, I get that. The I liked the spinning chessboard floor kind of thing because obviously the the Hydra can't really move, but it was cool to have that element of motion for the, you know, for the floor. No, I agree.
0: I, I thought that was a nice touch as well.
2: The other thing that I noticed is, so when one team member finishes, they usually show the remaining team members in like the lower third on the far right. And I couldn't get over every time they did it for the Hydra because Team Bad is the Cobra person who's still left. And the Jack in the Box, But it's just the box.
0: Yeah, I (laughs) forgot. I was like, oh, they just got one. They got one left. And it took me like till the end of the episode. Oh, no, that's Jack in the box is in there.
2: (laughs) So it's like one person cheering, and then just a box. <laughs> like, like is he? Do you think that the Jack in the Box is cheering inside there? I don't know. We can't tell. It's a shut box. There's nothing in it. Or I, mean, I think we can see. there's
0: nothing in it. I think the oh there, I think the Jack in the box, box is not in the box. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's just you know, dude. I I'm very curious. I mean, we you know we got what two weeks from now to to we'll see find the out. Jack in the Box. But yeah, we'll find out. Okay.
0: <clears throat> yeah, so we'll see where where Jack in the Box lies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but yeah um the judges let's see so the judges looked at this and robin thick decided i don't know where how this is trey parker and matt stone the creators of soft park okay Oof. and also uh jenny said hey we had puppets once or muppets why not go down that route again this is bert and ernie
2: Apart from the voices being very obviously not Burt and Ernie, I wasn't, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I wasn't 100% mad at the guest because it could make sense to have like a costume that big would need the puppeteers to be inside it and then they could have the little puppet heads sticking up. I thought conceptually it could be correct, but the voices, I mean, come on, it's not Burt and Ernie.
0: Right. Yeah. It was not, uh, definitely not the case there, but uh gilbert godfrey did send a message for hydra so
2: yeah that was done (laughs) we need to keep track of how many times someone gets a video and goes home versus how many times someone gets a video and doesn't go home
0: i'd have to go back and look through my notes, but i think we're we're two and two right now i think twice it's not been in a limb twice it has been in a limb
2: right because i I am so used to making the association with you get a video, you go home. But now I think it's just turning into confirmation bias because we've for sure seen it in the past. We get a video. you. Don't we saw so it. I, just, I
0: think we saw it last week or episode three. And right. then they didn't. I think Firefly got one and didn't leave. So,
2: yeah, I want to know the stats on that. I think that that would yeah. be so very interesting. To the
0: next thing I wanted to ask you, Liana, because you usually are the one who goes um, checking over on the TMZ website. They tell us that someone almost quit two days before filming one of the costumes. They said, find out who on TMZ. I did not look it up. You have that information for us.
2: You best believe I Googled TMZ Massinger as soon as I saw that little update pop up. So here's the thing. It's a 100% blue ball situation. They don't tell you who it was.
0: You're kidding. What do they say? Uh, I'm not
2: kidding. Okay, so here's what they say. The mass Singer could have been a massive mess. TMZ learned one of the biggest contestants almost dropped out 48 hours before the season. Okay, we get it. And then they're like, our sources tell us no contestant has ever threatened to quit so close to the start of the season. So everyone was caught off guard and without a backup plan. Blah, blah, blah. Basically, execs of the show would have to revamp the season. blah, blah. Blah. We learned that there are a number, okay, blah, blah, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Uh, We know what you're thinking, but this this was not a case of stage fright. We're told this particular contestant is no stranger to live performances on stage, but the giant costume completely threw them off. That's about it. The only other information that we get of who it is that turns out the contestant ended up being a really strong performer, and we're told they have the potential to win it all
0: oh do you think so, it's
2: miss teddy
0: it could be miss teddy
2: master
0: i don't think it's, ringmaster's costumes are not that big if they were intimidated by the size of the costume i don't know but isn't this a bunch of nonsense because didn't we find out the piglet nick lachey was brought onto the show very late as a replacement or something
2: i don't know i got no idea i, I... Uh, it's uh, so the oh the one other piece of information that I wanted to add is that apparently they sent flowers or something to the contestant and did damage control.
0: Yeah, see, Nicholas joined the Master last minute. He joined four right. days before the show.
2: Well, we've had other contestants who have joined just a few days before the show as well. So it's not just. It's not just him, but I don't know. Maybe that's four days versus 48 hours. That's
1: that's you know? just double.
0: That's just two days more. That's not yeah. a lot.
2: Well, double the amount of time.
0: But, but Nick Lachey joined four days before filming. This person threatened to quit two days before filming.
2: But then, but the different, yeah, okay, I guess. I don't know. It
0: doesn't matter. It's fine. It's a TMZ article. Never <laughs> should be taken seriously. We should move on.
2: <laughs> I was so mad when they didn't tell us. But then I was like, oh, well, it's got to be Hydra obviously because that's why. So then I was, thought I was going to be spoiled because it's like the big costume this season. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So when they said it was, oh, it's a big costume issue. Yeah. It was so annoying. It was really dumb. It was stupid. They got me, though. I did click on that. Well,
0: I want to know if you think this is annoying. We go to find out who the bottom two are for the duel, and I knew that if it was anyone but Armadillo and Hydra, I was going to come to this podcast very angry, even though I knew the, the person that would be Ringmaster or Miss Teddy would be safe. It was not. It was Armadillo versus the Hydra, and they both do a performance, um Armadillo sings Walk in the Dog by Rufus Thomas. They did fine. And then Hydra did Two Princes by Spin Doctors and I was ready for them to leave. Like they that was not good.
2: <laughs> okay, sorry, just quickly before cuz I don't want to lose it in my notes. Before the I think it was during the Hydra's solo performance, I didn't notice it in the duel necessarily, but the cheers for Hydra Just, and this is completely because we just watched all the Marvel movies, but it's just like, I was like, hail Hydra. Cause it's like, it's like a Marvel thing. So I thought of that. It was a thought in my head and I decided to share it with you now and the listeners. So hail Hydra. Yeah. Okay. So the duel. Okay. Spin Doctors was not the song or not the... Like, Two Princes by Spin Doctors was not the song that I expected from the Hydra at all, whatsoever. It just made me laugh, to be honest. Because it was so bad. <laughs> but also enjoyable because it was so silly and stupid. But, you know, it's not top-tier singing.
0: Definitely not top-tier singing, no. Yeah, yeah. so that happens. And then they decide who's gonna stay. Uh, it's not gonna be a Hydra. Spoiler alert, a Hydra's out, Okay. The final guesses, Robin sticks to his South Park guess. Uh, Nicole guesses, uh, sorry, Nicole Scherzinger guesses Will Farrell and John C. Riley. Ken guesses Will Arnett and Zach Galifianakis. Jenny sticks to Burt and Ernie. And then Nicole Byer, like you mentioned earlier, does guess Penn and Teller. Okay. So then everyone yells, take it off as they do. And they initially remove the, the middle head and there's like a little rabbit that's out of a hat in the middle head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, rabbit out of a hat, magician type stuff. It's no spinning bow tie, but I got that reference. Okay.
2: (laughs) Now that definitely magicians. I do not associate clowns with rabbits.
0: No, definitely not. Definitely not.
2: that one. Nailed it.
0: Yeah. All right. And that's it. That's Ben and Teller come out there. They seem excited to be there. And then they end it with a song. and, And that's the episode, Liana.
2: Okay, so a few things. I saw an article about the costume. And apparently, they, it was so big and so complicated that Penn and Teller had to come out on stage to be put inside the costume. Like, they had to move the costume separately from the contestants being inside, which is why you see that they're on, like, wheelie things. Like, during the duel, they were on that sort of cart thing that they got wheeled around on. And also during the the reveal, once they get eliminated, it took like 30 minutes for them to get out of the costume <laughs> oh for them to God. disassemble it. And so they just had to, you know, sort of edit the whole thing together to make it seem like, take it off, take it off.
0: That is a but, lot. That is yeah. a lot. I mean, I didn't realize how big the costume was until we had the side by side with the armadillo. And it's like double the size of the armadillo. It was massive.
2: Yeah. That and because it has the the lights and the smoke that comes out of the mouth of the heads and all of that, there's all of this other sort of intricate, you know, wiring, whatever, to make all of that work as well. So yeah, I mean, obviously it's a very intense, very cool costume, but you that's why we saw Penn barely be able to move his foot up and down.
0: Barely, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. And then the other thing is The the like teller covering his mouth with the fan. I thought that was really cute. And when Penn said uh, some people can recognize my voice like me, that's me. I'm some people because I hear you on those commercials. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then the shark was the clue to them being in Sharknado, which I should have gotten. And I felt so stupid for missing that. And then, of course, Penn closes with, wow, what a stone solid blast. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and what a stone saw blast this podcast was now I noticed these are like the shortest podcast we've done in the history of the Masked Singer podcast we're 45 minutes here right now and we're about to wrap up but when they don't give us clue packages and when they give us the same performers two weeks in a row three weeks in a row this is what happens unfortunately
2: mm. I feel like we we're still able to make some progress with our guesses I feel good that dog the bounty hunter is one i felt like this week for some reason confirmed it for me we got penn and teller correct which is great ringmaster no clue i yeah i don't know and then miss teddy i thought i had a guess but i'm probably wrong
0: right yeah
2: so success what else do you want to talk about
0: <laughs> well liana let the people know what you're up to and what else you have going on aside from the Mastering podcast
2: ah uh, yes well the Massinger podcast is short, don't worry. You can check out my beautiful voice on the R H P B B talking about Survivor I'm super excited for this week because we're going to have special guest at Peridium join Mike Bloom and I Peridium makes YouTube videos. He's also a frequent uh, Goose Goose Duck Among Us player. So I'm I'm really looking forward to see what he has to say on this season so far. And also the Drag Race season is somehow coming to a close. We're down to our top five, which is pretty, I don't know, felt like it came out of nowhere somehow. So both Beth, Aman, and myself will all be together to talk about the final, what we believe to be final five into final four, but we'll see. We joked that we had only one contestant eliminated in March and we had two eliminated in April, in the first day of April. So you never know with this season.
0: That's wild. That is, I still can't believe that only one person went out in a whole month. Yeah, show. it was, it
2: was with like, no breaks. Yeah, exact. Yes, exactly. One person was eliminated in the month of March, and two people were eliminated one day into the month of April. That's, That's wild. So funny. Yeah.
0: Well, they keep trying new things over there. They do be. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, people can find me over on Twitter at puyism. Let us know, clowns or magicians, who wears a bow tie more. Who do you associate bow ties with more? I guess. And then you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I do stream there three, four times a week. Come say hi. It's always appreciated. Uh, 90 Day Fiance, we had Gandhi on the podcast with us this week to talk about the finale and part one of the tell-all. It was a big experience. It was a, it was a good time. Check that out. And also, I've got the finale of Bel Air with Chappelle, done and dusted over on the Posher Recaps Network. I'm going to miss podcasting with Chappelle but we did have a fun fun time covering that so definitely check that out if you are watching the show it is worth your time and then (laughs) if Big Brother decides they're going to give me something good to talk about from Thursday nights I'll be doing live feed updates with Taryn Friday mornings it's always a good time when I have stuff when there's nothing to talk about I've just had too much coffee the night before not enough sleep and I'm not feeling my greatest but we move it'll all be good fingers crossed that brings us to the end of this podcast we hope you had a good time with us. Please leave a rating and review if you were interested. Rob is a website.com slash mass singer, M-A-S-K-E-D, S-I-N-G-E-R. Let us know what you think. Any feedback is appreciated. Help people find the podcast. And we're trying our best to still become the number one Mass Singer podcast. It's all about beating the official Mass Singer podcast. That's what we're here for. We'll unmask you next week, alongside two other contestants getting unmasked for group two. But until then. Take care. Have a good one. Bye.
1: Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and say it you. Who's under there? I wonder. I want to know what I can't see. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
2: No purchase necessary. VGW Group.
1: we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind.